show with Farmer and Fay. Just because we're boys doesn't mean that we're gay. Outsiders Podcast Show. It's always hell or scary. Outsiders Podcast Show. We're always drinking daily. Outsiders Podcast Show. Let's go. And hello everyone and welcome back to another fun-filled shitty episode of the Horror Far Oh Farmaholic, sorry. Uh the Outsiders of Horror. You're a boy, farmer, farmer, farmer. And uh over there, fucking good old uh, gay fay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck Zach Efron, you know what I'm saying? Yep, good old Faye Salva himself, Jeepers Creepers over there, my man. That's inappropriate, sir. <laughs> uh, it depends on how you look at it. So how's it going? <laughs> You know, another day, another dollar. I enjoyed some good old, good old work today. It was crazy madness. But you know what? I didn't scream today. I didn't cuss today. My boss gave me free eats for not screaming and cussing. So <laughs> it's a good work day. You know. Well, that's always good. Well, I'm I'm, I'm glad you got a free uh, a flamethrower out of it, you flamer. Ah, hello. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good, good fucking times, huh? So yeah, I mean, we're we're living in a world where COVID is like passing us by. You know, you're you're food establishment is already open you're already over there slinging shit and movie you, theater you, opens this weekend movie theater opens this weekend nice nice have uh yeah. have like the lines been crazy over at uh over at the dq headquarters over there uh we're definitely breaking the, the rules of the max capacity that we're allowed to have That's what is the max capacity you're allowed to have we're supposed to be at 15 right now i think like no more than 15 people at a time Gotcha. Uh, and you're already bypassing that. Nice. Yeah. Well, it's, I think it's because most of us don't even know how to count. So we just assume that we're at the, <laughs> the number. And is that why they have usually in the back? So you're not. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm the only one that knows how to count. So right. Right. So it makes the most sense to have you not there. So you can't count. <laughs> right. Right. I'm back there making the food. Oh, great. Yeah. Hi, you, heard, you heard it here first. Faye's the one that's making your order at fucking DQ. So watch out for that spit. People love my food, damn it. Do they? Do they? Why? Because you take it and you plug it into a microwave. Boop, 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 you know, uh, even <laughs> when you have a job that you absolutely hate, you still got to find a way to try to make it enjoyable. So I just take pride in the food that I send out most of the time. Sometimes so I'll be hella busy. I'm like, here, you get this shitty cup of fries. <laughs> Sorry about your bad luck. Sorry about your damn luck. <laughs> Sorry about your damn luck. What's up, Bindle? How's it going, buddy? Ah, Bindle from the Rocks. Welcome to the live recording. Yes, yes. Welcome, welcome to Face Fucking Laboratory over here. Um, laboratory. Uh, Tilly, so Texas is open to fifty uh, percent now, huh? Well, that's. Is there like what? So like, what's that like? Restaurant capacity? It's like a like they knock you down like like fifty whatever the like capacity would be, or is it like is everything open? Is every store open now? Yeah, is there still places closed? Because oh, here, forward, man. I, I, I hear like here a lot of shit is still closed, and like uh, food places are only doing curbside. Like you can't like you can't go in yet or anything like so that. So it's still like when COVID was full mass with everybody. Right, right, yeah. I mean, like the the stay at home shit, like it's not as fucking prominent as it was before. So like now, it's you're just free to kind of do whatever you want. But it's uh, it's still you know they oh the gyms are open. Wow, yeah. Texas does not give a fuck. <laughs> you know, Texas they're, 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 they're guinea pig. Yeah. They're the guinea pig of the country. If all else fails, we can just sell them to Mexico. The Alamo will change its results. <laughs> well, you know what I always say. Remember the Alamo. <laughs> Remember the Alamo. It's in the basement. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> well, I mean, that, that should be good for fucking uh, Texas Frightmare, though. I mean, especially if they're at 50% now. I mean, I, I'm sure from that 50%, a ton of people are going to get fucking sick and die, but then at least we'll have that next wave where it'll be re-50% once again, and then uh, and then we'll be back uh, in uh, September when it's 50% once again. So that's, that's, <laughs> that, that's how I'm looking at the math, yeah. Yeah, I mean, still fingers crossed for Frightmare, but I, I mean, I'm pretty sure there's going to be some restrictions for the, the convention if it does happen. Right. Fucking everyone wears a mask, can't touch each other's ass. I mean, it's it's all fucking gloved and everything. It's well, like a f- good luck stopping the ass touching. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, you know, you just have to have a glove on. You know, a little a little a couple degrees of separation. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Everybody's sliding on gloves just so like slap some asses. Yeah. Hey, who's ready for their enema? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Snap. 
Oh yeah, sorry. So the bars in Boston are still closed. Yeah, yeah, that does suck. Actually, no, not really, because it's it's cheaper. Because now I can just buy my alcohol like I did today. <laughs> I'm usually just drinking at home anymore. Anyway, the bars here in good old small town Kansas, you know, they're not really exciting for me unless I want to hear the same country song over and over and over and over again. Yeah. So if if anyone out there is looking for a creep to give you a free prostate exam, you can always uh, call John Tilly. Um, his number is. Uh, but he'll, uh, he's he's ready and willing to give you a uh, a prostate exam with no lube. So that's. <laughs> yep. No lube. No lube. Lube's it's, expensive. He—it's he, too expensive for his blood. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Maybe he'll use sand, hand sanitizer if you're lucky. It's only if you're if you're good. If you're good, he'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> or if you're bad, if you like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I think it just depends on how bad you are. <laughs> <laughs> right. Tilly, you're like a fucking your, your sexuality is like a man of mystery. So I mean, go ahead. You know, let us know. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so. uh yeah, to those that are possibly listening to this after this recording, you're listening it on to a podcast, like on Spotify or whatever, whatever platforms you listen to it on. Your next chance to ch- join us live so you can hear us talk about you and talk shit on it will be uh, June 12th will be our next uh, live recording. The movies are still TBD, but, you know, stay tuned. And if you have any good ideas for us, send them our way. So there's that little plug for you. <laughs> we do like good ideas. Typically, we don't have them, but uh, we, yeah, we do like good ideas. you guys for the good ideas because we don't have them. Especially now when it's just a two-headed rock star right now. I'm the rock star. He's just the fucking, he's the dead weight. Everybody knows. I'm the bass player. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you're, the key, you, you're, the, you're like the keyboardist of the group now, you know? <laughs> no, no, guitarist. Oh, guitarist. Like, yeah. like yeah. Revenge of the Nerd style? Yeah. <laughs> That's such a good song. Richard the nerds. That makes me want to groove every time. Makes me want to stand up and clap my hands. Uh, so recent so watches. Ryan, you got Ryan any? Snyder is still in lockdown. Still in lockdown. Where are you at, Ryan? Yeah, Ryan. Where do you Where do you live? Why, do Colonel? That? Colonel, there will be no lords of Salem. There will be no lords of Salem here. Never. <laughs> Never. This, we're not wasting our breath on that one like we are now. <laughs> yeah, Faye, Faye's got a better chance of getting laid than us you know, <laughs> watching that one. Ooh, yeah, that's how bad that is. All right, so Ryan's in Philly. Mm, yeah, I don't, Motown Philly back again. I, I think it's because New Jersey's so fucked. It's probably because Jersey's so fucked that Philly's just kind of like watching whatever Jersey does. Because I think New Jersey is a huge death rate right now. Right, well, because Jersey, they got to go out to the beach and do their fist pumps. Oh yeah, all the all the fucking GTL gym tan laundry, yeah, yeah. <laughs> G GTC gym tan Corona. I mean, that's <laughs> GTC hashtag. So the movies we're going to talk about tonight are going to be a little little remake battle. Uh, it won't be much of a battle, so that's a little unfortunate for everyone here because you know Faye doesn't know how to construct. In your opinion, not everybody shares the same opinion as you, farmer. That's fine. So we're going to talk about the uh, 2009 remake of Friday the 13th. There. And then we're going to talk about Evil Dead remake 2013. There. Hey, where's the fucking production value? I've seen other people with some dope-ass production value. Where are the fucking posters? Poster 1 could have been popped up. Poster 2, what the fuck? What do we pay you for? Because this is a live recording of episode. When we do our live specials, then maybe I'll give you some production value. All right, all right, all right. So what you're really trying to tell me is uh, it's not going to happen. <laughs> so that's fine. Not tonight, uh, sir. You, you can't bust it out on me like that now. Shit. I'll just I'll take it for what it is. Bullshit. That's what Bullshit. that's what I'll take. Bullshit. Well, my brother, do you got any recent watches this week before we get I mean, into our I remakes? A, I have a fuck ton of recent watches, but who would I be if I didn't let you go first? So take oh, it away, Faye. Thank you. Well, of course, going with the theme, I watched a bunch of remakes this week. Of course. Uh, <laughs> I start. I started with The Crazies. I, I, I forgot how good that remake is. It's definitely better than the original, in my opinion. Um, and it's also got Daniel Panabaker, who's in the Friday the 13th remake, which we'll discuss later. And our boy Robert Hall did the makeup for the crazies. So that's why that makeup is so good. Wasn't that guy from John Tucker Must Die in that movie or whatever? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. I don't remember John Tucker Must Die that much. No, the fucking, um, what was that? The the girl next door, the guy, the fucking, um, I forget his name. He's been in like everything. <laughs> I don't remember. 
But it was kind of crazy to watch that movie because there's like the scene where they're taking everybody's temperatures with those little like temperature guns and shit like that. I'm like, man, this is all very familiar right now. <laughs> but then after the crazies, I watched the Stepfather remake. That movie gets shit on hard, which I don't think it deserves to be shit on as hard as it does, but it still needs to be shit on. It's not that great. Like it had a great build, but then the build just kept happening, happening, happening and led to a shitty ending. And Dylan Walsh's performance sucked. He, he, he was better in Nip Tuck. Uh, and then Amber Heard was disgusting in that movie. She was so fucking skinny in that movie. That's, that bitch needed a sandwich for sure. And then after that, I watched the Fog remake. And that was the end of my remakes. But then I watched a bunch of documentaries. I watched Life After Flash about Sam Jones, who played Flash Gordon. That was an interesting documentary. You know, the whole sob story. He did drugs and wanted to kill himself. But then Ted pulled him out of his, his slumber and made him rich again. <laughs> And then I watched it. will uh... <laughs> save every one of us. <clears throat> and then uh, I watched Special When Lit. It's a documentary about pinball machines. <laughs> okay. Okay. You know, I, I love pinball machines. That's like a must-have for me sometime in my life. I want to own a full-size pinball machine. Specifically one that I, that I would like, like the, the theme of it. But, I mean, I wouldn't really care what it would be as long as it's a full-size working pinball machine. Did you actually learn anything from this pinball machine documentary? <laughs> yeah, like right off the bat, the very first one with uh, actual flippers was the Humpty Dumpty pinball machine back in like the 40s, 50s. Very old, very old. It had six flippers all together. And a bunch of other fun shit. And then I watched another pinball machine documentary called, uh, what is it? Things That Go Bump in the Night. The Spooky Pinball Story is about a company <laughs> called Spooky Pinball. Oh, go and, figure. <laughs> and how this guy quit his job and everything to uh, start a pinball machine company, which is very high risk because the pinball machines are, are obviously a dying like breed of entertainment out there for you. Right. But he ended up being successful for you. He, his biggest one was uh, he got the license to do a Rob Zombie pinball machine, and, and that blew the fuck up. So... <laughs> Gross. <laughs> and then after that, I watched a documentary called Way of the Puck, a documentary about air hockey. <laughs> kind of sensing the documentary theme here going on, right? <laughs> just just a little bit, yeah. Uh, which I love air hockey. I have I've had many air hockey injuries uh growing up playing air hockey, many uh bruised knuckles, even a throat shot one time. Puck jumped up and just hit me right in the throat. That sucked. But I love air hockey. And I watched Nintendo Quest about this guy who had 30 days to find all 678 licensed retail licensed NES games. Spoiler, he got 653. He didn't complete his quest. But, you know. It he was close, it though. He was close. And then the last... NES blue balls. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then the last uh, documentary that I watched was Under the Boardwalk, the story of Monopoly. <laughs> that was pretty good too. There's a lot of history with Monopoly. I, I, I recommend that one. I history. hate the game. I hate the fucking game. Just because I suck at it. I'm not. I'm not good at adulting. So. Oh, we we all fucking know. Everybody fucking knows. <laughs> Sixty three yeah, so episodes I, I, in. If you don't know, now you know. <laughs> my 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 son legitimately beat me in Monopoly. I like. I wasn't even going easy on him. We were going by the rules, and he was like nine at the time, and he fucking beat me. I was like, okay, fuck this game. I'm done with it. And then for shits and giggles, I watched the movie Bridesmaids because that movie makes me laugh. Bridesmaids. Okay. That's very a funny nice. fucking movie. <laughs> very nice. Very nice. And that's my recent watches. Boom, boom, boom. Um, air hockey competition at TFW? Oh, man, that'd be fucking dope. Are, are you, are you <laughs> going to supply it, Tilly? You're a resident, so you, you would have to bring it in order for this to happen. Yeah, and I want a full-size yeah. machine. So. Spend the $60, take your fucking cheap ass to fucking Walmart, and just bring one to TFW, and then we will play it all shit-faced. <laughs> <laughs> but to start off my recent watches, I watched The uh, Corpse Vanishes with Bella Lugosi. Oh, Still on your Bella kick, huh? Yeah, you know, um, Karloff, Karl, fuck Karloff, right? I am a Bella guy, all right? So fuck you, Karloff. Well, Bella fuck never you, got his they... fucking due because that Hungarian ass accent. And he tried to fucking tone it down a little bit, but just people couldn't fucking see past it. And that's why that fucking scum fuck Karloff got more roles than Bella did. But Bella is a better actor. 
another episode, buddy. Another episode. Another that's episode. Me, that's gonna take me another hour or two. That's gonna be like a three-part series of me and you just arguing about Lugosi and Carlo. Fair enough. I watched um Zombie High with Virginia Matson. <laughs> nice. Uh, that was definitely in the fucking early eighties. Um, yeah, that was uh, that was okay. Uh, it was more of like slow burn drama. Um, I was expecting more than I got, but I also wasn't expecting too much because of what it was, the shitty fucking indie from the 80s. So, I mean, for what it was, okay, I'll never watch it again. I wouldn't even recommend it. If you see it on Prime, skip. Swipe left. Um, <laughs> I watched Mausoleum. Fucking oh. Ma- Mausoleum, yeah. I mean, like I come it, across that title all the time, but I've never seen it. Yeah, you know, it's it's kind of fucking slow. Um, it's, it's all right. I don't know. I mean... If, if you need to burn an hour and some change, watch Mausoleum. But I wouldn't do it sober. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, let's see. What else did I fucking... What else did I come across here? I have my little list. Uh, I watched The Loved Ones. I've seen that. Yeah, the Australian movie. You know, they say that budget was fucking $7 million. That fucking... I do not fucking see it. I want to know why people hype up the loved ones so fucking much. I don't think it fucking deserves any hype at all. That was to one me, of the shows you missed. We did that on the show. We I know. Yeah, one. yeah. That was one of the earlier episodes when the gang was still back together. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, too sad. But no, man, like, the, the, the loved ones. I don't know. It's. Uh, I, I'd be curious to, to hear if people in the chat have actually fucking watched that movie. But to me, I don't see where the fucking money went because it sure as fuck didn't go to the production value and the fucking actors. I couldn't even tell you any of them were. So they're just Aussie shit. So for that, I was not I still sold. Dug the movie though. Like I remember giving it a pretty high rating. I don't remember exactly what it was, but I gave it a, a, a solid rating for sure. I watched uh, King of New York with, uh, fucking, with Christopher uh, Walken. Yeah, Chris Walken, man. Yeah. <laughs> mother yeah. so. That was a I I've I own that movie. I think I have it on VHS as well as DVD. I love that fucking movie. It's not horror whatsoever, but I, I dug it. Um, and then second to last that I watched was uh, Tamara. You ever seen that? I, it's another one of those where I, I constantly come across the title, but I never stop and watch it. It's got the hot chick on the poster. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. And but like, the, 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 has anyone seen Tamara? Anybody here? Has anyone seen Tamara? Um, so Tamara on like the actual cover of the poster, like I've seen after this, like years after this movie. I've seen just copies of this poster just like re-butchered in front of the movies. And I it reminds me of Trick or Treat. Trick or Treat like it looks like it took it from that. Oh, kind of like with the font and like the, the shadow with the orange. Yeah, and all the orange and everything in the background. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I mean I would uh, compare those because there was there was a few movies that kind of stole that fucking aesthetic for the poster. Um, but Tamara was uh, was done by the uh, the creators of Final Destination. Um, I thought it was okay. I thought it was cool. Um, on the farmer scale, it's about a four. So if it's a four for me, it's probably like a seven for all of you. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, the last movie I watched was Harriet the Spy. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Still you as know, good as it was back in the day. You know, I am I am a fucking I am a Harriet the Spy kind of guy. You know what I mean? So I am a. <laughs> that was a young Michelle Trachtenberg, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was Michelle Trachenberg. Yep. I like her. I liked her in a Euro trip. She was a good shit. Doesn't know. You know, I wish she had a better fucking career than what she ended up with. Because <laughs> her career kind of like went off the face of the fucking earth. I don't know if she retired, but nobody ever really retires from filmmaking. They just can't get fucking. They just can't get booked. <laughs> <laughs> I liked uh, Anissa's comment just now. She said, "Y'all like when the gang from Scooby Doo split up? Only Scooby and Shaggy are left." <laughs> Which obviously farmer is Scooby because he's a dog. No. Anyways. Yeah, so was that all your recent watches there, buddy? And uh, that concludes my recent watches. Nice. nice. I had a good list this, this week. Normally, uh, normally my list is like maybe like two to three movies. You did, I've and did. you and you wrote them down. Usually, you just sit there and go, um, let me think, and I have to cut all that shit out. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Uh, uh, just like when Brian was on the show and he used to go, uh, uh, uh every um... five fucking seconds, <laughs> Brian. When we had to edit the show, I wanted to fucking murder you. <laughs> <laughs> also. 
It wouldn't be a show if I didn't say, fuck you, Daryl Hook. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess you're listening to this episode. That's that's his name on the screen here. Fuck you, Daryl Hook. Me, I'm just plugging my, my handle there. Because I need some followers. I hit 300 today on Instagram. Woo, woo. <laughs> Go, Andrew Faye, all day. How many subscribers? <laughs> no, on, Inst- on Instagram. <laughs> on, my, on my personal Instagram page, I hit 300. Making my way up, you know what I'm saying? Making your way downtown, man. Look at you. <laughs> yeah. I'm at 910. Come see about me, you know? <laughs> I'm still cooler than you. My mama told me so. <laughs> yeah, well, what's being cool than cool? Ice cold. <laughs> so we can, let's talk a little remake, shall we? We're about halfway into this uh, this episode. Michael, I would be concerned about what you have for a Scooby snack. Because <laughs> you're the type of guy that's going to lure someone into a van outside. Right? <laughs> I don't know. I think maybe we start with Friday the 13th. I think we go Evil Dead first. You want to go Evil Dead? Okay. Yeah, I think we go Evil Dead first. Yeah. yeah. Works for me, homeboy. All right. Why don't, well, you, why don't you lay it on him there? All right. Well, uh, so the well, uh, so this movie actually came out in 2013. Um, I don't, I can't pronounce. I'm going to say Fede Alvarez. Uh, that he he directed it and wrote it. Um, yeah, the budget of this breathe. movie was 17 mil, and then it looks like it grossed about 97 and a half. Does that look accurate to you? It was a success. That's what I read. Yeah, when I was when yeah. I was watching the movie last night, actually. Stan Jane Levy, uh, Silo Fernandez, Lou Taylor Pucci. He's a very good. Uh, Jessica Lucas, Elizabeth Blackmore. I mean, it's the movie. <laughs> <laughs> what was it and, about? You know, well, like, what, what was the remake about? Because it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a fucking carbon copy of the Evil Dead like no. you got with the fucking Cabin Fever remake. Because that was just a fucking. <laughs> A, a re, a, just a reshot for shot fucking bullshit examination of the first one that we ever got. So, right. uh, tell me, tell me, what is this about? Well, that's what I like about this because it took <laughs> it took the general concept of the original Evil Dead with Bruce Campbell, but they made it more serious, more like dark and gritty, and not so over the top like slapstick. There was still the extreme gore and stuff like that, but it wasn't like you know cartoony like right. the like the original Evil Dead was. And, and they and they changed the story. I like how they changed the story with this one. How they're helping this girl uh, detox, pretty much from the heavy drugs. So when she's starting to go a little crazy, starting to get a little more possessed, I should say. Yeah. To them, she's just detoxing. So that's why nobody tries to leave until it's too late. The shit's flooded, and they're all stuck there. So I like that idea. What they did. I like the changes, and I like the homages. I think this is what a remake should be. It should take the same concept. Because I mean, if you if you try to say that kind of movie is original, it's clearly like Cabin or not Evil Dead. So you might as well call it a remake. Take the idea, give it your own your own take on it, and give us uh, what I think is a gem in the Evil Dead remake. And Jane Levy is smoking hot in this, like no makeup, sweatshirt, looking good. I like it. <laughs> when she starts getting possessed though, and uh, cuts her tongue with the exacto knife and shit though i'm I'm good on that one nice so you say you say i should take this razor blade and i say yeah <laughs> yeah and say get down here it's like suck your cock pretty boy oh boy yeah right, <laughs> it just got real she, here i hope you just she, tuned in so that's what she tells her brother in the movie <laughs> but yeah and then i mean there's a nice uh homage to the uh tree raping scene yeah a little more darker a little more grittier not as uh sexual as it was in the original evil dead and I was kind of jealous of the tree. Not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. All right. So uh, you're, you're all right. So for anyone out there, um, so apparently Faye has a rape fantasy, and uh, he wants I mean, to get, okay. He wants to get, get uh, attacked by a tree in his butt. So it would still, I would still get consent. I'd be a tree that would have a waiver because <laughs> I'm made of. I'm. I'm Is tree. there a safe word like paper. branches or like blossomed <laughs> leaves? <laughs> Yeah, uh, tree sap. Mm. That's what you'll be spewing. Okay, yep. Can uh, move it on. I don't know. I mean, kind of give us your feel on it. Um, I think Jane Levy is a fucking smoke show. Oh uh, yeah, especially in oh. this movie. I love that the idea of the movie is like 
about her just like a detoxing and everything. It's like the whole the whole fucking subplot is about the fucking you know the Evil Dead and the woods and all that. But I mean, just like her whole story and like I, I like it because it's so fucking pure and shit. Because it's like her coming down. It's like you, you would hallucinate if coming down from heroin and like drugs like that. So of course they don't fucking believe her. So like I think that was a really good um, character moment. And I thought mm-hmm. that was like that helped me believe in the story and her like kind of delivering that film for us. Yeah, see, that's what I loved about. It. I love that change that they made with this movie, and it, it was it was perfect for it. I think because yeah, who who the fuck would believe somebody's coming off a of detox? Because like that detoxing shit off of hard drugs is some hardcore shit. Right, and people go through hell detoxing from that shit. So. I just think uh, for me, that's that's what made it solid on like the story aspect because they didn't try to fucking completely just rip off the fucking gravy train of fucking evil dead. Like they kind of like added their own spin to it, but kept true to it in the same sense. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Yeah. Um, but no, I thought the fucking, I thought the acting was really on point for this movie. Really on point. I thought the, the characters were really fleshed out. I thought there was like good development for them. Um, a lot of the deaths, which we'll get into, but I mean, I liked, I liked a lot of like the deaths and everything like that. I mean, how, how did you feel about that? Uh, I thought the acting was great too. I mean, cause the kind of character they portray, and I really like felt that like the like the nerdy dude that causes the fucking chaos that reads the book like an idiot that's constantly being annoying. He was pissing me off, so that means the actor did a good job because he was actually getting an emotional reaction out of me. I'm like, you're a fucking idiot. Shut the hell up. You're the reason for all this. <laughs> yeah, that's Lou Taylor Pucci. That's the that's the guy who I, who I liked. I thought he he was a really good actor. Yeah, he was pissing me off. So and like I said, that makes that makes him like a good performance because it garnished a reaction out of me. He looked like he would have been a character in like a fucking Rob Zombie movie, and Rob Zombie would have like destroyed like him <laughs> for like acting in his movie. <laughs> he does, he does. He looks like he should have been fucking uh in like the Halloween remake. <laughs> right. And then Jane Levy's performance, I mean, cause she had to go through some crazy shit in the in this movie, and and I think she crushed it. From even the creepy underneath the the floor panel thing, the door or whatever, paying homage to that too. So just the hell she had to go through when it was raining blood and she was doing her epic battle scene at the end. I mean, it was fucking spoilers, Faye. What the fuck? This movie just came out. Oh, did it? Fucking what? Seven years ago? Yeah. Yeah, just about. (laughs) (laughs) I went and saw this in theaters too by myself. It was fun. I wasn't scared. that was the big hype for it, though. Is that I guess people were having heart attacks while watching this movie and shit. I don't, I, I don't fucking see how that's even fucking plausible. I mean, this movie was not really like scary by any fucking means. I mean, what what did you guys think about it in the fucking the chizat over there? I mean, were you fans of it? Did you fucking hate it? Was it bullshit? Do you fucking hate remakes? Are you blind? Like, what's what's your deal? You know, just like let let, let one of us know. <laughs> well, obviously, a big standout for this movie is the the crazy gore. Yeah, which was was fantastic. It didn't look shitty. There's a lot of it was practical. Most of it was practical. Uh, it was very effective, like when the chicks carving her into her face with the fucking glass. Oh, yeah, don't like that. That was so fucking good, though, huh? Yeah. It, oh, it dude, like, like that, like that fucking scene where I mean, it, like I wanted to take a belt, wrap it around my neck, and like beat off to the movie. You know, I was all <laughs> fucking, I was all about it. You know what I mean? Uh, and you think my tree rape fantasy is weird? <laughs> <laughs> Oh Jesus! But yeah, oh, and then the shot of the chick uh, turning after she cuts off her arm, and it's like dangling there for a second, and then just falls off. I thought that was fantastic. Oh, I, I love the fucking slow crawl that like she does across like that bathroom fucking floor and everything like that, and then just like fucking oh, dude, like that that was fucking epic. And I I just loved when she kept fucking him up in the eye and everything. That was great. Oh man, yeah, and the nail gun, yeah, it was. I mean, the, the effects were great. The the shots, the lighting was great in this movie. I like the. The toned down contrast of the movie wasn't all bright and everything. And I just, I don't know, it was well directed, well made. There those practical effects. I didn't look up who did the practical effects, but they were, they were really good. And I was, I was pleasantly uh, surprised with this movie. I was pleased because, well, I mean, like most horror fans, we go into a remake very skeptical. I would have to say every single time. But most of us do watch them too, just so we can do our comparison that we're going to do. Is there is there anything about this movie that you didn't like? I don't know, like kind of the double ending. That was kind of annoying. Cause like you had the big bill to uh him saving the sister by killing her and then reviving her. And like the movie could end there, but then all of a sudden he had to blow himself up and then she has the, the big battle with uh 
you know, the evil dead <laughs> with the chick, which is a great scene, but I mean, it had two totally different ending feels to it. So, I mean, that's nitpicky because like, I didn't really have an issue with it, but that was just something that kind of stuck out to me. I'm like, man, there's a, there's a double ending to this movie, and I'm not, I'm not, I may feel that. But overall, I love this movie. So, yeah, I fucking hate probably nine out of 10 remakes always. Um, the Evil Dead is probably one of the rare exceptions for me. I just uh, I thought the directing of it was fucking on point. Um, I mean, it was a profitable fucking movie. I mean, the shit looked, it looked good. I thought the way it was filmed was nice. Cinematography was fucking great. The acting was really good. I mean, even, even for like the fucking supporting like shittier actors, I would say like, you know, like the smaller parts, um, like the girl who just wanted to go home, who just wouldn't shut the fuck up, who I wanted to drown in a basket of fucking death. Um, but I mean, other than that, like I, I was, I was really into the movie. I was, uh, I was very surprised that I liked it. I saw it in the theater. Um, and I, yeah, I, this was a remake. I will, I would let slide because it felt like it was more of a standalone than it was a remake for me. All right. I felt like it was in like that, uh, like in that evil dead, like universe, like in, in there for like the franchise, but I didn't feel like it was a remake. Did you? Right. Uh, no, I think it belongs when you talk uh, evil dead franchise. I think there's four movies, not three. I think you can include this one easily. Right. Uh, I mean, before you... what? I'm not good. Oh, I was going to say, before we like rate it and stuff, I wanted to answer uh, Brian Carboneau because he... Uh, he said something? Yeah, he said, I thought it was great. I didn't find scary either. I have both rated and unrated versions. have only watched unrated. Were there any differences? I've watched both versions. There's really not a difference that's worthy of making sure you watch both. It's more of just added dialogue, more, more of an extended scene type of thing. I think it's a total of like three three or four minutes that they that they added that makes the difference between rated and unrated. I think it's one of those cheap things that DVD or home movie releases do where they'll go, this is the unrated version with an added 15 seconds of the F word or something like that. You know, that bullshit marketing ploy. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so we, we go, we want to write some, some evil dead remake. Yeah. I have a feeling, have a feeling this is the one that you liked of the two. <laughs> Maybe I liked both. You never really know. Oh, um, a little zinger, huh? Yeah, yeah, a little zing zing. Uh, so I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna let you kick us off, even with my Evil Dead shirt. So yeah, uh, which uh, what are you rated? One out of ten, Evil Dead. Uh, like I said, I think it's what a remake should be. I mean, I think this is this is a good depiction of what remakes should be. Not a shot for shot or word for word from the script. Take the concept and then kind of just create something out of the original concept. Uh, so yeah, and I thought Fetty Alvarez crushed it with the directing. The effects were great. Yep. Um, I'm gonna give it a solid nine out of ten. Wow. Okay. All right. That's a, you know that's that's a good rating. It uh it is it is deserved in some regard. Um, but for me, I'm gonna give it a uh, seven out of ten tree rapes. Uh, I, I thought it was a, I thought it was I thought it was a damn good movie. Um, not quite past a seven for me, but I thought it was, it was very well done and I didn't feel like it was a slow burn and I didn't want to rip my fucking eyes out. So seven for remakes. That is a very high rating for you, buddy. Hell, that's just a very high rating for you in general. I know that's, <laughs> that's just how much I actually fucking like this one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, well, there you have that. And that's uh that's one down. But before we even get to the second one, um, we, we really, we just, you know, we look forward to these every week and it's a uh, phase overrated pick of the week. I told you I don't have one. motherfucker. Well, you better think of one. <laughs> uh, um, so anyway, I'll take to the chat. So, uh, Michael, Michael Schlong gives it eight and a half. All right. That's, that's nice. Uh, Colonel gave it an eight. All right. I'll give you an overrated pick. That might've. Raise some eyebrows. I think uh, Bruce Campbell is overrated. <laughs> I, I really do. Cool guy. The, the the few roles that he's done is great, but he he is worshipped like a god, and he is sir as no god. He's just another actor that's fun to see appear in movies from time to time. He had his lead moments, but other than that, he's really not a lead actor. I don't think he's more of a side hoe. <laughs> so. Let me just make sure I got this right. A little recap for everyone here. Um, so Faye thinks that Bruce Campbell 
is overrated. Yes, I like Bruce Campbell. Like I said, right? Overrated. But do you think he's overrated? Mm-hmm. Um, he's, he's more of my side bitch instead of my main squeeze. You know? For anyone who is here in the room, please, please voice your opinions. Do you think that? Do you well, think that Bruce Campbell? Do you do you think he's like a leading man? Do you do you think he's like a legend? Do you think he's up there with Robert England? Because that's that's what I feel like you're you're getting at first perception with people. Well, while well, they're answering that, we had a few ratings. We had Michael Long gave uh, Evil Dead an 8.5. Colonel gave it an 8. Brian Carboneau gave it an 8. So, yeah, solid ratings across the board here. Uh, and then Anissa said, I should be fired from the podcast. Thank you, Anissa. Appreciate that. I do. I think he is already. Thank you, Jennifer. How Suck. much did fucking uh, PayPal you to say that? <laughs> Man, I just got a PayPal. Still trying to figure that out. So if I wanted a PayPal, I can't. Well, uh, rebuttal, sir. You wanted the overrated pick so bad before we even started recording. I was like, I don't have one. Well, and uh, it's it's a good thing you brought one up because I agree with you. What? Look at you with your fucking zingers. I'm sick of them already. Bruce Campbell is not that good of an actor. You take away fucking Army of Darkness and Evil Dead. Who the fuck is he? But I mean, you can say the same about Robert England. You take away Nightmare on Elm Street. I mean, who the fuck Watch is he? Watch your mouth. Really? Watch your fucking mouth. But I mean, in in that same regard, I mean, people who have gone into like these films who have branched on and done other things. I mean, fucking Jimmy Lee Curtis. She's done shit. Uh, but no, man, Bruce Bruce Campbell. He's fucking overrated. See, people are kind of agreed here. Brian and John, both Jennifer, they all they all kind of agree. Like. Uh, because the way people worship the ground that he walks on, I don't understand. I think it's because it's the way he fucking carries himself. So people just kind of like go along with the way he carries himself. Because he, walk, he walks around like a shit though. It's thanks. So like he like right. he fucking breeds in that like celebrity bullshit. You fucking like you like people feed into him. I mean, I I got his auto on two on three things. And like each time that I've ever met him, like I've never actually wanted to have a conversation with him. I just want him to fucking sign and just shut the fuck up. <laughs> As we all know, women do love that that very confident man for some reason. Well, you know that's because like dick boomstick with his pillow talk and all that other bullshit. But I mean, yeah. And then I mean, when you see the person himself at like cons and stuff, he's he's that guy. He's that very confident man. So yeah, I guess it's the way he carries. So. Yeah, I mean, I I think I think you know, I think the way he carries himself for sure. I mean, it's, it's definitely his confidence because when he walks into the fucking room, it's like, oh, there's Bruce Campbell. But it's it's like, oh, there's Bruce Campbell. I'd yeah. Can you tell me a movie that he was in that you fucking liked that wasn't Evil Dead related? No, see, like a lot of people like Bubba Hotep, but I think that movie's overrated as shit as well. Wasn't he on like Burn Notice or something like that? Wasn't he on like, one of those TV he, shows? He did uh, Maniac Cop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, most of all though, he just, uh, yeah, he's he's just kind of one of those fa- familiar faces that pops up and shit, like uh, all the Spider-Man movies and shit like that, you know. Yeah, well, thanks, Raimi. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Raimi throwing. Well, him let's, in all let's also be honest. If there's no fucking, if there was no Raimi, there'd be no Campbell. <laughs> True story. So thank Raimi, you uh, nut sucking Bruce Campbell fans out there. <laughs> Yeah, I am. Uh, I am not. I am not a fan of Bruce Campbell. What do What do you rate the Evil Dead? Like the franchise OG? As a, the OG? The OG. I probably give it a seven. I, I like the remake know, better. To, to be honest, I'm probably up there in like a high five. I'm in a five. That's my second favorite one out of the four movies. Really? I hated, I hated Evil Dead too. I think it was too much, too cartoony, too over the top. Uh. Army Darkness, I have to be with like some buddies and we're like drinking or whatever. It's one of those kind of movies, but I don't voluntarily watch it by myself or anything like that. See, I'd rather take like Army of Darkness, the remake, part two than the original. I can see that. I can understand why people love part two because it is very over the top and it can be fun. It just I don't know. There's something about it while I'm watching it. I'm like, I'm not really digging it. So. I will say I liked Army of Darkness more than I liked the original uh, Evil Dead. I don't like that little world. I don't know. Armored Darts was cool. The fucking walking skeletons, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that was fun. And him not being able to to remember the words to say. I thought that was kind of funny. But yeah, no. I uh, This might be the first time in 63 episodes of an overrated pick of the week that I've actually agreed with you. I know. It's crazy. 
because the, the world is changing. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm not fucking. I don't dig it. No, not a not a not a fan. The world is indeed changing. We got that, and we've got the COVID, and we got Minneapolis uh, reenacting the LA riots and all sorts of shit going on these days. The oh, world yeah. is indeed changing. Those poor targets. What the fuck did they ever do to anybody? Target even tweeted, uh, what did we do? Did <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, I wish you I wish you had that so you could pull it up. That would have been uh, that would have been great to fucking throw on there. Um but yeah, yeah, I don't know. I feel like we shouldn't get, we shouldn't dive into that. That's a whole different fucking no. can of shit. We shouldn't, especially me, because you know, you know how I am. So I won't, I won't, <laughs> I won't say anything. I have to be yeah. PC in this one. Yeah, that was your uh, rated pick of the week. Turned out to be a good one. Look at that, off the dome. Boom. Uh, whoever this Jennifer person is says Evil Dead Two Blue. <laughs> See, I'm I like a Jennifer. She knows. Hey, she likes my shirt. What's up, Texas Chainsaw? And she likes the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like a different family guy. <laughs> Got some Oreos for you. Hi, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So on to Friday the 13th, shall we? Uh, sure. So it seems like uh, back in uh, February of 2009, uh, there was a movie that came out from fucking New Line and Platinum Dooms and Crystal Lake Entertainment. Uh, and it was... Friday the 13th, directed by Marcus Nispel. Do you know uh, other films that Marcus has done? He did the Chainsaw remake, Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake. He did the Chainsaw remake. He did um, Conan the Barbarian, that fucking disaster piece. Um, he did Exeter, which actually was pretty decent. I like that one. It took place over here in uh, Rhode Island, which is like a stone's throw that way. Um, and then he did Frankenstein 2004. Oh, okay. Can't really say gave uh, too too much shits about that, but uh, I mean, obviously, you know, he he came in directing a couple things, so like he, he did Exeter and did Conan, then he did Friday the Thirteenth, and then Chainsaw obviously must have w- would have came after that, but so no, that's Texas uh, Chainsaw came first. No, it didn't Texas Chainsaw came in two thousand three. Uh, over here, it's saying that. Uh, oh, you're right. Yep, my bad. So yep, reverse order: Texas Chainsaw, Frankenstein, Pathfinder. <laughs> did you ever see Pathfinder? Uh, no, that was another one of those where I kept seeing the poster over and over, but I never watched it. It had fucking Carl Urban in it, and the only fucking decent actor was Clancy Brown. So yeah, you didn't, you weren't missing much whatsoever. Ever. Yeah, it, <laughs> it interested me at all. So the budget of that movie was nineteen mil, and it made about ninety two point seven. So like that. Uh, so I think Evil Dead made just a little bit more than uh, Friday the Thirteenth did, which is surprising because Friday the Thirteenth name I, I would say is bigger than Evil Dead. That's my opinion, but oh, well, Friday the Thirteenth is—it's way bigger. It's like you—you you know, Friday the Thirteenth. Not everybody will know Evil Dead. That's especially if you're not into the genre. You'll know it. Oh, I know Jason. I mean, people will think it's fucking Michael Myers half the time, but yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> right, right. Uh, th- this movie is written by uh, uh, Damien Shannon and Mark Swift, who also wrote Freddy vs. Jason. Very nice. Very nice. Um, let's see who was who was in this. So it was uh, Jared uh, Padalecki, Danielle Panabaker, a lot of pandas there. Um, Aaron Yu, <laughs> uh, Amanda Reddy, uh, Travis Van Winkle, <laughs> and uh, our uh, our good buddy Derek Mears. Uh, yeah, during the the great uh, supernatural war of two thousand nine, where the two uh, supernatural TV show actors did remakes. Because the same year, uh, Jensen Ackles did the My Bloody Valentine remake, and they came around around the same time. So yeah, they had a nice little little standoff there amongst themselves. What a terrible remake! Um, but yeah, yeah, back to back to Friday Thirteenth. Yep, <laughs> it's another uh, episode. Faye. Another episode. Yep. <laughs> right off the bat, I love the 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 whole opening scene of this remake. That was that's a great way to open a movie. For one, I like the opening credits because they they go ahead and get the whole mother storyline out of the way during the opening credits and everybody knows I, I could give a shit about the original Friday the 13th and the whole mom storyline shit like that. Boring. You fucking you leave Betsy Palmer alone you fucking ass. Nothing wrong right? with Betsy Palmer. The movie though. The movie. Okay. That woman acted her fucking heart out. You leave her alone. But the whole scene with the with the people searching for the field of marijuana uh, I thought that was fantastic. I mean right off the bat you're getting tits and sex and then you're getting the violence. You're getting the potato sack or a version of the potato sack head, Jason. And it has like one of my favorite shots in a, in a, in a scene like like ever. 
I absolutely love the ending of that scene where Jason is running. He does the full windmilled swing with the ma- with the machete, and it cuts off right before it slices into her. I just I love the way that looks, the feel, the way the camera's panning out. Love that shot. And yeah, great kills. You got the bear trap and all that stuff, which is a nice segue into uh, Jason in this movie. I loved how he was pretty intelligent in this. Like uh, he grew up on a campground. So the way his kills are in this movie and it was written to be so is more of like a defending his ground survivalist type of of kills with the bear traps and and the strings let him know like when you, when you hit the tripwire, the bell rings. And so that's how he knows people are there and it's time to go kill some motherfuckers. And I love that he's running again. People had an issue with him running in this movie. Which people forget that Jason didn't stop running until fucking part six, I would say. So you agree with the running? The cold open is the best part of the movie. I, I, I pretty much, yeah. I mean, it was it was a great opening. It was a great way to kick it off into what became the the rest of the movie of dude looking for his sister that looks just like Jason's mother, and that's why she's still alive. Yep. I loved uh, in the cold open. I loved Ben Feldman. Yeah, that nerdy dude. No, he was the dude smashing his girlfriend in the tent. <laughs> oh yeah, that guy. That guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like uh, he acts on a show called Superstore. Yeah, yeah. yeah he plays Jonah on Superstore. Yeah, no, I uh, that that cold open. A lot of people think it goes by pretty quick. That cold open actually goes for about almost a half hour mm-hmm. into that fucking movie. It's like twenty two minutes of like that the opening. That's a very long cold open. I thought that story structure was fucking the oh, was awesome. Like I loved, uh, I love that that cold open to me is the best part of the movie. It was fantastic because it, it, like, you're supposed to believe you need to care about these people because they just last for so fucking long, and then they all die. <laughs> right. I did feel bad when the nerdy dude died. I liked his pointless facts and all that shit. Kind of reminded me of me sometimes. I'm filled with useless facts. Yeah, I know. Where's that fucking? What's that Joe Blow Fandango site used to go on for the fucking uh, for all the facts? Um, <laughs> Yeah, you know what? I, the most the most upsetting thing to me in that movie was the fact that that girl with the big boobs died in the fucking tent suspended from the tree branch. I didn't. <laughs> she deserved to live. She was a good girl. <laughs> it's an homage to uh, the the common sleeping bag deaths that happen throughout the franchise. And what's funny is that we're back to back weeks of talking about somebody that's in the show Superstore. Oh yeah, because <laughs> last week we had Chicken and Biscuit dude. <laughs> that's the wheelchair dude in Superstore. Oh yeah, it is. Yep, yep. Yeah, chicken. I knew you were gonna start singing. It. Gravy <laughs> and chicken and the biscuits and gravy. God damn, I love that stupid fucking song. Have totally. to do. Not a good movie, but I love that fucking. <laughs> I love that guy. Totally sang that song today at work. My boss is like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And I just looked at her and go, "And the biscuit is me." <laughs> and then I went back to cooking. <laughs> you should yeah, go on the loudspeaker if there is one and just sing that one day. No, we're too small of a store to have a fucking PA system. All right, room. just start shouting it. <laughs> yeah. All right, so back back to fucking. How do how do you think uh, Derek Mears did portraying Jason over Loved fucking it. over Kane Hodder? Yes, over Kane Hodder. Kane's fucking. Uh, Kane's Derek, still bitter about that. Which I mean, that's fine. But like I was explaining earlier, I like this the running Jason again. They're highly intelligent. And Derek Mears was good at telling a story with his body because, you know, his face is covered. I think he did a fantastic story of of doing the way he did the kills. Like he's just defending his ground and and, and the survival way of doing it. Uh, Derek Mears is my second favorite Jason out of the actors who have portrayed Jason. Number one being uh, C.J. Graham. Like I even like Derek Mears over Kane Hodder. Kane Hodder probably could have been another overrated pick of the week, but that could be saved for another day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, say that say that for a different for a different time. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything you didn't like about this movie? Uh that they killed my uh Asian buddy. Aaron Chewy. Yeah. Yeah, Chewy. He was fucking fantastic. I want to be that dude's best friend. Farmer, why can't you be as cool as, as Chewy? I don't know. Maybe it's because I just fucking hate you. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You know what you can do to be as cool as him is take off your shoe right now, pour some beer in it, and drink it. Shoot the boot. Shoot the boot. You know, you're more of the shoot the boot kind of guy. You know what I mean? Like that's that's you. I believe that from you. <laughs> yeah, probably. Unfortunately. If I'm drunk, yeah. <laughs> Which I'm sober and I haven't peed. Look at that, people. Fucking crazy. Well, don't worry. We only have about five minutes left to go. 
Now, what's great is uh, we can't we can't end the conversation about the Friday the remake without talking about stupendous Brie and her perfect nipple placements. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, which she does, man, because those are real titties, obviously, which are great. I hate fake no. titties. Yeah. <laughs> real titties and then perfect nipple placement and Travis Van Winkle can't stop talking about him, which he plays a great douchebag. He's been a douchebag in many movies and he fucking kills it. And from what apparently he's one of those types where he can crush it as a douchebag in the movies, but he's actually a really nice guy in real life. One of those scenarios, you know. But yeah, stupendous Brie and her perfect nipple placement. One of one of my top Friday thirteenth girls right there too. I'm I'm with Chewy to where if I want to die and come back as one of those uh, buttons on her on her jean shorts. See, you are <laughs> you are him. I fucking told you. <laughs> yeah, I would totally burn my lip on a shot glass that was on fire for too fucking long. Yeah. So, I mean, how'd you feel about, like, Jason? I mean, obviously, I don't need to ask you about your stupendous Brie. Obviously, you loved that. <laughs> and her of course. It's what... I, you know, I'm, I'm all about, like, you know, good fucking symmetrical systems here. You know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, um, what'd you think of, like, Derek Mears' Jason? You didn't really uh, rebuttal on that one. Yeah, I mean, like, I fucking, I, I don't really care that he ran. I uh, I don't know. Like, I didn't care for it in the sense of, like, I wish he didn't. I kind of liked like the fucking kind of like the slow burn, like aesthetic of like Jason, like Zor, like that's what the character is. I didn't mind that he was fucking like cool as shit, throwing the fucking, you know, just throwing weapons around. Like, like that was fine, but I thought he shouldn't have ran. He shouldn't have ran. Um, but other than that, I mean, I thought, I thought he played it up pretty straight. I mean, I don't have too much beef with fucking Derek Mears playing him. The Derek, he's, he's cool. It's fine. I, I don't think I could go through fucking a few movies with him playing Jason. Cause I do prefer Kane Hodder over, uh, over Mears. Well, and I absolutely love Derek Mears enthusiasm. Like if you watch some behind the scenes stuff, he was so enthusiastic, so ready, so hyped to play Jason. Like he was talking about a scene that he's about to film and he just had to stop. He's like, Oh, I can't wait. And was just fucking ex- just so excited to, to be Jason. Right. Uh, understandably. So, and so, yeah, he, he took it very seriously and worked really hard on it. And I think it shows, I think he did a fantastic job as Jason. Yeah, no, I, I I thought he did okay, but for me, my my favorite, my the only thing, the only thing I liked about this movie was the fucking cold open. Like that was it. Really? Like ben, ben Feldman, like that whole like group of fucking kids and all the fucking dads finding the weed, like all that. I fucking loved. I loved that whole fucking that whole intro. Like that shit was awesome for me. But the second we cut away from that, and then we go back to fucking supernatural and this fucking bore fest of fucking idiots. Aaron, you, I could give two fucking shits for that guy. Travis Van Winkle is such a fucking douchebag. I don't really even like him as a fucking actor. The Even the lead fucking girl was kind of fucking depressing. I just, I was fucking over it. Um, that, that whole opener was hot. It was solid for me. Like, that was a hot open. And then after that, this movie just fucking went down the shit, the shit uh, storms of fucking the Crystal Lake for me. I did not give two fucks about it. Now... It just it seems so shitty after that. It seems so shitty. Like the the only good moments of with like with fucking Jason, but we spent so much time on the fucking so like the sub characters that like it just we didn't really develop that enough to like give us like a good punch. Like where was the fucking tension in the movie? I didn't see any fucking tension. Like it was just fucking too much. Like that was it was too much because nothing happened. It, it was just a fucking slow burn of shit. And then when we had our one-off moments with uh, Jason, like, cool, that's when you cared about the movie again, but you never cared about any of these fucking people. And that's what I have a problem with. Well, that's like a lot of the Friday 13 movies, though. Like, I, I think that they gave us what people would want in a Friday 13th remake. You got your butt, your boobs, your blood, your gore, you got Jason killing people. and Yeah, but these actors sucked, Faye. The, the, open, the cold open people, like, all those actors were the fucking, like, they should have been the main fucking plot characters. Because well, it should have been reversed. Danielle Panabaker shouldn't have died because she was helping out dude the whole time and the way she died was bullshit. But what about uh, Willa Ford's death? That's my favorite death because it is the best way to have a gratuitous tit shot to where she's hiding underneath the, 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 the platform. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, I'm shaking and pulls him up and even holds her up for a little while while you can stare at the titties while <laughs> she's dying. Well, hey, yeah, I mean, that's that's a good death. Hey, I'm all, I'm all for that. I would have preferred that it would have been the other girl who got... Fucking lit on fire in the sleeping bag. I would have preferred it was fucking her. What is it going She was she was a big singer there for a little bit. I think yeah, she well, she fucking she could have been big in the fucking cold open. Her career would have been better. Um, 
So yeah, that movie fucking that cold open was the movie. So basically, uh, this remake was a short film for me. <laughs> I don't know. I think the uh, I think the reason why a lot of people have a problem with this remake though, and why it does get shit on a lot, is because it goes right down that line. It gives it changes too much for the diehard fans that wanted more of the same. And then the people that wanted to see something new, something different out of it, but still be Jason, they still had too much of the same in it. So I don't know. I, I don't think that whole aspect blended well, but I mean, I, I really enjoyed it. It was a good time. It was, it was a good popcorn flick for me. It was another Jason Voorhees movie to add to the plethora of fucking Jason movies. And we do have a various different styles of Jasons throughout the whole franchise. So it's not like this is the first time Jason's been changed throughout. Right. But I mean, this was the most dramatic he's ever been as far as movement and like free reign to like move around. Definitely most intelligent, I'd say. Yeah. 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 Which I liked. I liked, I liked the changes that they did. I liked the idea. Like originally, the, the death I was talking about with Willa Ford. She was if she was really supposed to have like a long drawn out death to where she was just stuck out in the lake to where she was so scared to swim up shore that she eventually just drowned. Like that that would have been a different kill in the movie, but they changed it for length reasons and pacing reasons and shit like that. But yeah, I liked that idea that Damien and Chen and Mark Swift had. <sighs> I guess I'll do my rating first, and she since I have a feeling you're probably gonna rant a little bit. But <laughs> no, and my ranting is over. You you rate, I rate, and then I am fucking over this. <laughs> well, like I said, I, I love their attempt to at doing something different, but saying more of the same didn't really rub everybody right. But I, I enjoyed it, and I, I give it a solid eight. I had a good time. All right, Fagy is an eight. Well, um, I'm gonna give it a four, and uh, that's that's how I feel about this remake. <laughs> What, what do you guys in the chat rate it? Well, I do that. The Instagram poll that I put up on the Instagram story for Outsiders was simply, which one do you like better, Evil Dead or Friday the 13th? Uh, the remix. And Evil Dead was the winner by 71%. So the majority of the people do enjoy the Evil Dead more. But there were some Friday the 13th love out there. Brian Carpenter gives it 8. Colonel gives it a 5. Ryan, 5.5. And uh, lastly, just to touch on Michael's comment that he has over there, um, he says, honestly, do you care uh, about most of the kids from any of the franchise? Well, no, because film was in a different place when those films were coming out. At that point in time, it was all fucking a slumber party bullshit. And like there was no true like fucking storyline, no dynamic fucking character development. You had a final girl, but it was never really drawn out for where the story depended on the characters too much. It was always heavily around the uh, protagonist. So has the movie how has like the film industry has changed through these movies yeah the perception of how you you can't make that movie anymore you can't make that movie the movie has to be different but you still have to accommodate and they failed to me so, so you think you would have liked this a whole lot more if that cold opening was the actually the full length hour and a half they would have stretched out those characters more development with them, i wish those characters here. were the characters we got for the rest of the movie because I feel like the acting dramatically decreased after those kids. I I would have I would have liked to reverse the uh, our we'll call them the uh, cast B. Right. Yeah, I understand the, the whole reversing the cast B. Yeah. I know I understand the whole reversing of the cast, but I'm saying, would you like to have seen a full length movie as the cold opening with that same cast? Um, no, because the cold the cold opening was awesome. It was great. Like that was that was a good way to do it because they never really stretched out a cold open that hard in a movie. So them doing that, like that was cool because that was unique, and that's why I like that the most. Yeah, I don't. I can't forget how he got his uh, mask. I thought that was cool how he got the mask, which is a well lit scene, and Ray kills the dude that was four seconds away from putting the start button on a whip ass machine. That dude was fucking great. <laughs> Reminds me of home. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, See, well, Michael gave a five point seven. Jennifer gave a five. So yeah. Obviously, people here in the chat were more uh, Evil Dead than than Friday the Thirteenth. I loved them both, rightfully I, so. Good, good choice, people. Good choice. <laughs> I'm the, I'm the type that I will give any remake a chance, even if it looks like shit or not. I'll give it a shot, and I'll and I'll go to it with an open mind. I'm not one that's gonna sit there and really. I'm gonna, of course, I'm gonna compare original and remake, 
but I'm not going to take that too much into heart. Like, oh, they changed too much, stuff like that. If I enjoy the movie, I enjoy the movie. So I'll give Remix a shot. Farmer, on the other hand, could give two fucks about Remix. Two fucks. Two fucks given. <laughs> two fucks. See you in November. Two fucks. See you for no fucks given. <laughs> no fucks given. All right. Well, that, that was uh, our first uh, live recording. Uh, and if you'd like to hear this, uh, this episode will be dropping this week. I would say probably Monday or so, depending on how lazy I am. Uh, on Spotify, all that shit with some edits and stuff like that. So you can see right. the difference between unedited and edited. <laughs> and like I said, June 12th will be the next time we do another live episode. So uh, do you have any closing words? Oh, and, and then also uh, for you guys, make sure you switch over to YouTube if you're not already over there and hang out with us for a little after party where I will start drinking and get drunk and probably say shit that I'll regret. So thank God you're fucking boring when you're sober. So with that, I'm going to end this episode off. Thanks for watching. Take care, brush your hair. And most of all, everyone in this chat and whoever's listening to the show come next week. Go fuck yourself.